0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 281, Love Requires Less Than You Think, and How to Lighten Your Heavy Heart, by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com. Happy Monday! I'm your host, Joss Marie, and this is the show where I narrate to you every weekday with hopes of helping you optimize your relationships. But for now, let's hear Courtney's posts and start optimizing your life. Love Requires Less Than You Think by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com If you have ever had a hard time finding love or staying in love, you might think that love is supposed to be a struggle. You may have heard that love is hard work. Thinking that sets you up for failure and often stops the search completely. If you want long-lasting love in relationships or work, it requires less than you think, much less. Graham Hill's story in the New York Times of how love inspired less reminded me that less can inspire love, too. Love gets such a bad rep because we rarely put it first. Instead, we put bills, errands, worry, fear, past hurts, excuses, selfishness, and stuff before love, before health, and before the things that really matter. Then we think that if we ever get in the right place or can fully manage all of our distractions, we can be fully engaged in an affair of the heart. That's not working. Clearly, with the number of people who work jobs they hate, fall in and out of love, jump from idea to idea, and divorce their soulmates at record numbers, something needs to give. True, deep, passionate, crazy love is available to you. When I say love, I mean romance, connection, friendship committed relationship, creativity, work that makes your heart sing, contribution, happiness, contentedness. If that kind of love is important to you, if it's one of the most important things, it has to come first. Two-step process to putting love first. Number one, elimination. The things in your life that come before love have to go, and this step has to come first. If you try to reprioritize things that aren't important or meaningful, it doesn't matter where they fall on the list. Write down all of the things that don't matter to determine what you can eliminate. For me, the list look like this. Shopping for sport or therapy. Working long hours. Busy work. My stuff. Debt. Saying yes when I should say no. Assumptions. Competition. Selfishness. Drama. Fear of uncertainty. One by one and inch by inch, I eliminated the things that got in the way of a more loving, giving, receiving, deserving me. Number two, reprioritize. Saying something comes first and demonstrating that something comes first are completely different things. Once you have eliminated the things that get in the way of love and add no value to your life, you can reprioritize the things that are left. Put them in order and take action so that if love is most important, it really does come first. If you want to save a failing relationship, eliminate destructive behavior and hurtful words. Then you can start putting love first by telling your partner how much you love them every morning. If you want better friendships, eliminate comparing and competing. Then you can start putting friendships first by spending time with people who lift you up and then lift them right back. If you want to do work you love, eliminate debt and the fear that people will think you are crazy. Then you can start putting work you love first by spending time each morning taking action and developing your plan. If you want to fall in love with your art again or something that makes your heart sing, eliminate television and other distractions. Then you can start putting your art first by placing pen to paper, brush to canvas, or combining other tools and skills to bring your passion to life. If you want to fall in love with your community again, eliminate complaints and drama then you can start putting your community first by volunteering or taking a walk and noticing all the things you love about your place in the world. After you methodically eliminate and reprioritize, all that is left is what matters most to you. You're left with the freedom to fall head over heels, to love deeply, and give freely. You will have the life people dream about, and your demonstration of living with more love and less of most everything else will inspire them to do the same. How to Lighten Your Heavy Heart by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com When our minds are busy, we can be easily overwhelmed and distracted, but our brains usually find a way to process and release. Our hearts, on the other hand, hold everything dearly. Our hearts hold love and joy, but they also hold pain, worry, guilt, and sadness. Our hearts help us feel all the things and not just our own things. Our hearts take on the whole world. Sometimes it's too much, though, and all of those feelings get heavy. When our hearts overflow with the heavy stuff, we ask questions like, Why am I so sad? Why does this hurt so much? Will I get through this? When will I feel better? What can I do? Or instead of asking the questions, we shut down. Our hearts close for business for a while and we disconnect from all the feelings, even the good ones. It's in that time that we usually become apathetic, depressed, lonely, or hopeless. The heart wants what the heart wants, but there are ways to soothe your soul and to lighten your heavy heart. Number 1. Write down your heart. This is almost always my first response to pain, grief, sadness, or any strong emotion or reaction. I've learned from experience that acting from an unstable place generally leads to overreacting and words I wish I never said out loud. Instead, I put my heart on paper first. I write it all down. Even if it sounds crazy or messy, I don't judge. I just write. Expression will lighten your heavy heart. Number two, find the blessings. In every tragedy or painful time, there are blessings. They don't justify the pain, but when you keep your heart open to the goodness, you can see the way through. Whatever your struggle is today, claim your openness to the blessings that have yet to appear and then give them room to rush in. Hope will lighten your heavy heart. Number three. Make time to heal. The best strategies in the world will not speed up the healing process. You need time, and there is no good answer to how long. It will take as long as it takes. You can't rush your heart. We said goodbye to our sweet dog Guinness more than six months ago. My heart is lighter than it was in the days that followed that painful goodbye. But there are still days when I get teary or really, really miss him. Patience will lighten your heavy heart. Number four, take action. When you feel hopeless or helpless, taking action helps. Give your time, talent, and treasure with the intention of relieving someone's pain. In a recent essay, author Elizabeth Gilbert said, quote, But when the world starts to feel overwhelming in its sorrows, I always ask myself to look around me, to narrow down my focus, and to notice somebody who is nearby me who is suffering. I can't help the millions, but maybe I can help one. You never have to look very far to find a suffering soul. End quote. Give in the best way you can and don't let anyone tell you your gift isn't enough, it is. Contribution will lighten your heavy heart. And number five, share your heart. Call a friend, share something on your favorite social platform, reach out and share your heart. Give others a chance to say, yes, me too. Solidarity will lighten your heavy heart. If your heart is heavy today and it's too soon to consider these recommendations, come back when you're ready. In the meantime, be open to the light and look for the stars. You just listened to the post titled, Love Requires Less Than You Think and How to Lighten Your Heavy Heart by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I've actually had a bit of a heavy heart lately. Um, I've been reverting back to a schedule where I'm not taking enough time for myself. And so Courtney's second post today is exactly what I needed to hear in order to make a change and implement a new schedule so that I can take time for myself again. So thank you to Courtney for sharing this post with us. I hope you feel as inspired as I do. Have a fabulous rest of your day and I'll see you again tomorrow for some more relationship optimization where your optimal life awaits.